What's up, y'all? This is Darks from the Salt Happens podcast, where we are coming at you with another brand new episode. We're going to be talking about a couple things today that maybe you guys can relate with. Um, so I just want to say thank you so much for the new follows, the new listeners. You guys are really giving us love, and thank you so much for your support. I don't even know what to say. I'm blown away. Um, wow. Thank you. Yeah, it's nuts. We love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Exactly. Yes, yes, indeed. Thank you. Um, so, you know, something I was thinking about the other day is how uh, crazy it is when you're working for, uh, like, gaming companies or even a company in general where they're pushing this thing called crunch. Do you guys know what crunch is? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm uh, aware of it. I'm aware of it. I've experienced it. So for those of you out there that don't know what crunch is, it's rushing to meet a deadline. All right. So personally, with my experience with crunch time at my job that I used to work out, shout out uh, Chipotle as a manager. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shields is in love with that. I'm not so very much uh, in love with it. Yeah, because you, you know how the sausage is made. Hey, you want to know why that food's so good? Don't tell me. I'm done. Hey, don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm busting back there um so yeah i mean uh oh, I had a <laughs> scrap this one uh yeah ryan didn't you have an experience with crunch like a real demanding job god the house we just got done with oh it was it was a nightmare if you want to know the very definition of it and why it is bad well we were working on a remodel from top to bottom for a client well a group of clients and for one one problem was it was just me for the longest time and i'm not qualified to do a lot of the stuff because i don't know how you now we finally get another guy in and it starts picking up a little bit but he's horrible go to another guy and then you know all this time we we had a deadline that we're already over well general contractor starts feeling the pinch and it's like he gets all over everybody. You got to get it done now. You got to get it done now. Wants to start cutting corners. Just wants stuff thrown in. And it's like, I get the problem you're having, but it's your fault in the first place that we are in this position. So, like he should have organized it a little bit better before going in and putting people in positions where he knew that it was going to happen, right? Exactly. And got right. everything he needed and let people do what they are strong at. And however long something takes to do is how long it takes to do. If you rush it, you get subpar product. You get horrible quality. And it's just you can feel the end product that their soul was not put into it. Hmm. Right. And, like, say, for instance, and just to, again, and I think I do this every episode while I let y'all in behind the scenes, behind the curtain, beneath the mask. Um, in this project, we, uh, we deal with a lot of crunch, um, believe it or not, because, uh, guilty as charged, I micromanage and I, 
there's a certain way I feel like I uh, forget. I'm just saying there's a certain way that I think things should be done. You know, not necessarily I'm not nitpicky per se, but I just think everything, all the I should be dotted and all the T should be crossed, you know, right. twice cut once type stuff, you know, um, and, and, and when you, I kind of hit on these guys uh, a little bit. Go ahead. Well, I'm oh, sorry to interrupt, but when you have that mentality, you get what you you put in, right? Right, right. So, like, this is a this salt happens. Any project, really, I won't even just uh, just uh, use it for salt happens. Anything that you put your heart and soul into needs to be treated like a living organism, right? If you rush things, if you cut around corners on things, then you will see that at the at the at the finish line you know so i guess uh with crunch and the way that you know that we've have to deal with it is that um we just have to so we have to be more open to being uncomfortable in that regard um but that's not what we're talking about here that's just me getting stuff off my chest in the middle of a podcast i know that's wrong um but the crunch that we're referring to is in gaming. Uh, and I know there's a lot of hot topics out right now, but this one kind of touched home with me um, because a lot of the games that we like, or will want to like, uh, we'll say uh, Anthem, we'll say um, Red Dead Redemption, we'll say, uh, what's another game? Even Destiny, Destiny 2. That's a game that we're all playing right now, exception of Eric. Uh, and even that was rushed in some aspect, you know? And, uh, it makes me wonder, one, what is going through these, because it's not the developers that are enforcing this rush, obviously. They're the ones that are being pressed upon. But these big companies like EA, your, you know, your bio, not the Bioware, uh, but EA and um, Rockstar, what is, they, they do, they make these games, these big games almost every year. And it's been going on since how long, Eric? Uh, 2004, I think, actually. Right. We've been hearing stories from way back when. And I, you, you see it taking a toll on the developers. Like, you get developers quitting all the time. You get writers quitting all the time. Destiny was a big proponent in that, in which they had a bunch of writers leave. Um, Halo just had a writer leave because of, you know, creative differences. The new Call of Duty is going to be switch over from such item to, to uh treyarch where generally they have you know two years to create a game they now have one um and it's just i think it's a big problem in the gaming industry and i think it needs to be addressed because not only are we gamers but i think we are we are the type of people that look out for the little man when you guys agree oh absolutely i oh, think yeah. that, i think that you know honestly as a consumer <clears throat> as a gamers being consumers um, this is a problem that we've been going through for a very long time. Um, you know, we are the people that help make that company and give them that structure so they can do what they have to do. And then people are inspired because they love to play video games and oh, I'm going to go to school for gaming just so they can work like 10 to 13 hour shifts constantly, probably don't have any breaks or lunch breaks or, I mean, they're just constantly working, wearing their bodies down and, don't get to see their families or on the holidays. Like how did it get this bad? That's what I'm wondering. Well, 
from what I understand, and this may not be true, but uh, Japan, for one, that that area is a land to where these big corporations overseas, they have people who live in their office. Like, they will actually lay under their desk. They will have, like, curtains and everything, sleeping bags, uh, stuff like that. If they have a deadline that they have to meet, they don't go home for probably two weeks on end, a week on end. It, It just varies, but they live under their desk. And... But like, you gotta, what, you gotta think oh, go about the workload, like the workload of for one person, what that could do to a person. Yeah. You know, we don't know how, how much. Well, we saw, yeah, you we had, never had, know uh, what that person's gonna have to do. When it came to Ryan with that house again, we were because we're obviously because we're friends with, with Rhino, we got to feel and see the stress he was going through trying to meet that deadline that was seemingly impossible to meet. It was, and, you know, there was extension after extension. And it is one week alone, I worked, what, 55, 60 hours just trying to get it done? I mean, yeah, it was it was terrible. And, you know, I worked, God, two weeks, three weeks worth of weekends in a row, just seven days a week, just trying to get it done all at the end there. You know, the money was nice, but what do you do with it if you're always working? Right. You know, and the end product wasn't as good as it could have been. Right. And I think as gamers, we don't, especially younger gamers, they don't get to see or they don't understand the concept that a game that reaches them that may seem incomplete or that is not uh, obviously not done isn't necessarily the developer. So before they, so what they do, you know, they generally go to social media, your Twitters, your Instagrams, your Facebooks, and I don't know what it is in this day and age. Where they go immediately to death threats. It's like zero to death threats. And no, it's well, like, I mean, that's that's the one thing that Square Enix is going through right now. So we had to tournament. Yeah. Well, well, everyone's um, hiding on the internet, you know. They, they who, can say anything. Didn't the uh, the man that developed No Man's Sky get like a bunch of death threats? Even oh, the, yeah. like, the guy, even like that little guy that made a uh, Flappy Bird or whatever that name was. <laughs> yeah. Like back in 2012 or 13, don't quote me yeah. on that. What's up with the death threats? Zero to 100. Real I don't, people don't have to say who they really are. They don't, they don't care anymore. There's no risk of anything happening. The internet is a great, great mask for, you, for any type of thing you want to say. It is the greatest shield. It's almost like plot armor. You're right. Yeah. You're very right. It's so, and it, this brings up like a couple of things in my brain and we can kind of delve into that. It's like, so um, for example, we have Gearbox who does not, who didn't enforce crunch during the development of Borderlands 3. You have Obsidian and Double Fine are, you know, practicing the same type of method with the development of Outer Worlds. Do you think, well, one, do you think that this change in development where they're deadlines, but they're not like, if you don't have this done, I'm going to fire you deadlines. Like, do you think that would be tangible in like games that you play? Meaning, will you be able to, would, do you think that it was something that we will be able to notice? Um, I think that since like 
there's I mean everything you can access anything pretty much anything on the internet about gaming and news um, I was reading uh, an article and it was talking about how um, uh, what was it what was it I lost it sorry <laughs> so good. I, I lost it it'll come back that's all right I think uh, I can absolutely my, see it my answer is uh, I think people are going to start becoming more aware Yes, I, I think um, I'm pretty much going to second that one because, um, like Mike said, Anthem, great concept, really it's was an awesome concept, and I and I only wanted to see that game be great, and it's just not right now. It well, to touch on that a little bit, I've actually I I played it a little bit today, and after their Cataclysm events and everything along those lines. Like, it's still a bit janky. Like, you can tell that it was rushed. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the commands don't go through right away. Like, I was in the middle of... Uh, I was in the middle of the Cataclysm event. Flying through, and at the beginning, I was actually checking and changing out my guns and stuff like that. And it didn't go through right away. So pretty much I, I took off, I started flying, and then the next thing you know, the gun menu showed up. And I'm like, wait, I did that like five minutes ago. Why is it showing up now? Huh. <laughs> hey, you know what that just reminded me of? Probably unrelated, but I don't care. I got to get it out. So I was playing PvP on uh, Destiny 2 today before the podcast. I was leveling up my, you know my warlock, because I started him over because I thought I had a level boost. We get into that. I'm a dumb. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm starting from ground zero again with this warlock, and I'm in PvP, and I slapped this dude, I would say six or seven times, but his, his HP would go away, but he was still like messing around, shooting people, tearing me up, and then he dies from the thing that I killed him with. Huh. Some yeah, little rubber reminds... band action. That reminds me of them Halo days. I know that we keep talking about Halo, and we won't keep doing that, but... We definitely won't you, keep doing you, that. You remember when you were shooting your uh, battle rifle or whatever, and then you, like, hit somebody, but they weren't even close enough, but you'd that's, still get back... Bro, you know, that's that's got to be a bungee thing. No, yeah. that's because he's lag-switching, and he's just bad. That's not on me. So, but Anthem, um, I'm not too familiar with it. Um... From what it it's seems like, they had, they had a great idea. I mean, a I'm really sure, great idea. And I'm sure the people that, you know, decided to, you know, be part of that team were like really down for it, but didn't know what they were getting themselves into. So that just ties into Crunch, too, right? That, and you know, that. <laughs> so thank you for saying that because now that brings yeah. us up. Um, so now, if you're a developer on this Anthem project, right? that has been notoriously like hated on and ridiculed by the gamers at large, how do you go about getting another job with that on your resume? Right, because everybody at that point, they're kind of stuck. And when because they do make these it's repairs... It's not them, it's the... It's the, like, it's the yeah. oh, it's well, like the company right. over them. It's EA that's enforcing this. So they have no control over that. Yeah, so they're getting hated on because they're told to do what they need to do just to push that out so they don't have enough time to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like that's going to be a downfall. Like all these major gaming, EA, Bioware, Gearbox, stuff like that. It's just going to go through, and it's going to be like, you know what? We we don't have that type of faith in you anymore. I mean, so, what's a game? What is a game that they pushed back? That was Witcher. really, and it it turned out to be good, right? Because they did that, right? Yeah, they push well, them back. They're gonna inevitably cyber cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is what it's called. It's gonna get pushed back, right? It will. And like that quote I found earlier by uh, Miyamoto said, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed one is forever bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not in the case of Mighty Hero number nine. Oh, <laughs> oh, we talk about that. Yo, he bamboozled us, bro. Yo, he's oh. like, hey, you, you miss Mega Man? I got Mega Man. <laughs> skr, skr, give me your money. Damn, and he, and he took <laughs> give it. Give me too. the loot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, bro. So I know. So and I know this is a tender, tender subject. And also, correction um, from yes, last week's podcast where we talked about uh, Submoto just being a victim. No, he was on some scumbag shit. So uh, <laughs> he was he was putting together strings like he was doing the most to get to that. I, we the article that we went over uh, kind of painted him in a victim light, but no, he was doing some scumbag shit. So. Um, Still, you don't send two goons to me. Bro, I'm still hot about two. Applebee? Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh. Applebee's. This Applebee's. said Applebee's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, for y'all that don't know, the best burgers are... The best now. burgers are apparently from Applebee's. Said the ghost of the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> uh, no, but to kind of speak on this topic just a little bit more, do you think with them, with Gearbox, because it was take two to sit out the goons, and unfortunately that associates everybody with Gearbox because Gearbox is still associated with Randy Pitchford. So let's not forget about that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Do you think this, like with them not putting the pressure on their developers and even like, uh, like, you know, kind of making a kind of chill environment to work in, do you think that kind of makes it a little less of a guilty purchase? I, I would think that they're looking at what it's what it's looking like for them at this point if they're associated with them. So they're taking a step back saying we don't do that and they're trying to save sales, if that makes any sense. Ah, the pandering. Yeah. Probably by this point. They, they I mean yeah. this Bro, is this is I a huge the they pandering. Yeah. Well, I mean my think about it in the way that I see it ultimately. I feel like this is just like a press move. It is. Like, seriously. Oh, most deaf. Oh, well, we we had bad press. We sent two goons to this guy's house. So now we're going to sit up there and say, oh, we don't have a harsh work environment. But yeah. Derek, they have a rocket launcher that shoots cheeseburger. Their whole, <laughs> well, you guys have to remember. They have a gun that shoots guns. <gasps> 
it's it's a really hard uh, decision for me to make. You know, it's the game think, was just so hey, over the top and stupid. You I know what? In my life. Hey, you know what? Redbox is about to be back in business. Redbox about to get popular. <laughs> People are gonna rent this game, man. I think they're gonna test it and see if they like it. No. Hey, that's they, how you say Netflix. Wanna, they don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to commit. They're like, I like this game, but I really don't want to support them. Netflix needs to partner with Gamefly. That's how you say that company. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, now, now, as an exclusive, you heard it here first. Mike thought of it. Gamefly and Netflix should have a merger. Yeah. yeah. You trademark yeah. that. You trademark yeah. that. Hey, Netflix, give me the loot. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, but uh, hey, speaking of loot, what do y'all think about this Overwatch shit? Where they're changing ooh. up stuff. I know Zarya is the best tank in the entire game and that every tank under her can just bow down to the queen. Yeah, they did something with, like, the competitive mode. <laughs> he just said, yeah, yeah. we're not going to now it's Now it's two tanks, two support, and two damage dealers. And then they'll be ranked separately. I like uh, that. I, I haven't played enough overwatch in a long time to actually understand what's going on. I like that. Um, the reason why I like that, and I don't know if anybody has seen some of my clips that I put up of me playing, me trying to get back into overwatch. Um, being a solo healer sucks. Mm -hmm. I main tank, but if both the tank slots are taken, I roll support and I don't play mercy because apparently blizzards blizzard hates mercy. For whatever reason, she gets nerfed to the ground. She was the one true healer, and they nerf her to death. Um, but they, made, they changed her. Uh, she got a, a buff a couple of times, but then they just yeah, take it away. They just take it away. Mm, they keep changing. They keep changing my character, so I just stick to yeah. support and tanks, um, unless I'm Ash. I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bet you no. love. I bet you love playing that Widowmaker, don't you? Dude, I, I'm trash at Widowmaker. Um, <laughs> I'm trash at anything that you have to snipe. But I think uh, they need to... This is just in competitive, but I think they really need to do this in quick play, too. Because quick play is a, lot of the, is a, is a place where a lot of people choose to practice mm -hmm. um, and practice, like, teams or different metas. Um, and, well, if you, and if you institute that into quick play, it'll, teach pay, it'll enforce people to learn how to play the game properly. Well, uh, quick play is where you start to learn the game anyway to, to unlock competitive mode, right? So yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like if you're just starting a game, let's just use another Blizzard franchise for instance. Yeah. What Warcraft? When you queue up for a starter dungeon, you have to queue up for roles. That's oh, not competitive. Yeah. That's PVE. So you you need you need the proper roles to live through the dungeon, right? Mm -hmm. What is it? Ryan, do you remember what the loadout is for dungeons? I'm sorry, what was that? The loadout. All right, podcast over. <laughs> You're good. My mic just cut out a little bit right there. <laughs> do you remember what's the, what's the role? The, queue, the role queue for the um for dungeons in World of Warcraft. Oh, uh, one tank, one healer, two DPS. Two DPS, right. two or three. Is it two. three DPS? I think it's two. Okay, that, that doesn't sound right to me, but 
I haven't played in something. Like, Final Fantasy is one heal and one tank and three DPS. Yeah. I could be wrong, but regardless, the there's there that role for a reason. The problem that Overwatch has is that the dam to the DPS to tank and healer ratio is heavily skewed in the damage dealers and all the edgy weeb type characters are in the goddamn d- damage dealers. So, so you're all saying, the cool people. So you're yeah. saying people that want to play something cool are forced to play DPS because well, not forced, but they they're like, oh, that's a cool character. But as soon as they pick it, people are like, oh, we don't need that. So turn away. Perfect from example game. because yeah. one of the said losers are here. Uh, Derek plays Genji. Derek is trash at Genji. He doesn't care that he's trash at Genji because he likes Genji. <laughs> well, damn. And that's perfectly fine because I play tank and support. I can just. I could just, you know, leech. I could just leech onto him or latch onto him, and he'll just live. But it's just like people are going to play what they want to play. Yeah, like uh, but, me, but I play. People need to learn I, how to play the game. Yeah, you need. Well, they even have like the options to do training mode, arcade. They have all these game modes, but people do need to. I mean, it's a competitive game. You can only play it online, right? Like, yeah, correct. So, what does that tell you? I mean, you should know what you're getting into. True. Yeah, and that, and again, like you said, and you said it perfectly. It's like they have the arcade playlist for you to do that wonky, you know, that little dumb stuff where it's unlimited character picks where the whole team can be made and just freeze you into oblivion. Right. Or let's say I'm waiting for be, the butt to come around. Be all Reinhardt's and just skate across the map. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever played an all Lucy match? That's fun. Well, Lucio. Yeah. Yeah, dude, Lucio's the only character that I change your controls up for. You know, uh, really? That's odd. I didn't change mine. I put his jump. I put his jump on the triggers. See, he was my main because I knew I could do healing and I could also do DPS, kind of. Yeah, but you went riding forward and backwards on them walls. I was. I you was whack. doing that. No, I was. I ain't whack. I, I was the best, I, and I used to play him stealth too. So I would like get past the team and get to the area, and they start freaking out. And, and they would fall back, and our team would push forward with the, the setup. You know how I play video games? I get in people's heads, man. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be jumping around and shit. Yeah, and I haven't played comp. I haven't played comp in a while, so the dynamic has obviously changed. I think <laughs> in my micromanaging ways, I think that you should, uh, you should have different type of tank roles. Like, you can't run a certain tank. Like, you can't run an anchor with a mobile tank. Oh, I mean, you can't run two anchors. You got to run a mobile Like, let's say, for instance, you can't run uh, Ariza and a, and a Reinhardt in the same run. You have to so, run Reinhardt you... and Zarya or Reinhardt and Roadhog or, you know, somebody that's a mobile tank. Yeah, and depending if you're uh, attacking or defending, too, that plays a good part in it. Yeah. You want to be able to control that damage but also protect your team. And so you, you, gotta, you, gotta and work you need together. two different healers. Like you need a burst healer, which would be everybody except for Moira and what's the other one? Mercy. <laughs> hey, Mercy's all right, man. Moira's better in every single way. And I don't even like that character. That's what people are saying. The, mm. I don't even know what's going on with Symmetra anymore, but 
That's a whole bro. Nother. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play some that. <laughs> and you saw me. I was struggling on that random pick, <laughs> bro. I don't know what she does now. She just like she can teleport centuries now. Apparently so. She can do a lot. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yo, I got another question. That's why, question, not necessarily to the roles, but go ahead. Well, that's why you don't take a break from the game too long. Yeah, you're right. But hey, Daddy got stuff that he got to play. <laughs> um, they released. They did release a new character, Sigma, which surprisingly is a tank. My only qualm is that how many Talon operatives are they going to release? I don't know. Because Talon is the evil faction. So the last few, ca- like, so Moira was Talon, Doomfist was Talon, uh, Sombra was Talon, uh, mm-hmm. Baptiste was Talon, and mm-hmm. then the Sigma Gravity dude. Yep. I guess, man. What uh what what's the baguette or what did you call her? A baguette? Yeah. Baguette <laughs> bitch, man. Baguette. Baguette. Yeah. She she's... Hey, if you see that clip, she was whooping my ass in the corner, dog. <laughs> she was whooping me with that with that uh that flail, man. She slap, was like slap, 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 slap. <laughs> she kept chill bashing me. And nobody on my team was helping me. I'm the healer. Help your boy. Yeah, help uh, your healers. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, man, it's it's been a minute since I've actually played. I thought about picking it up the other day when I buy two get one free coupon after renewing my GameStop membership, and then I was like, "Nah, I'm good." You think GameStop on the way out? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know they don't. I, I uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe they only make money if they're used games, not the new games. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I because mean, because they'll buy it from me for ten dollars and then upsell it for fifty three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Derek, didn't you work at GameStop? Didn't you say something like that before? Oh shit! Yes. <laughs> uh, I did that shit a long time ago. Like, and I bet, and I bet they had that same crunch mentality that we were talking. Oh, dude, they did. Okay, so the main crunch times: Thanksgiving, Christmas. Wow. Those. Weren't you getting reprimanded for not making enough um, GameStop subscriptions? Um, they the they had it set up to where you're supposed to make at least five pre-orders, um, at least five anywhere between five to fifteen pre-orders. I don't know if this shit has changed, but they had it to where it was like five to fifteen pre-orders at least in a month. Um, if you didn't make that in a month, they kind of pulled you to the side and be like, "Hey, we need you to." at least make one pre-order and me i was just a smooth talker i would make at least two or three every so often so i didn't have to pop up on their radar but if you didn't make those pre-orders yeah they're going to you yeah he was in there he was on day i think that's with any sales position doc it's like you know what you're offering them is bs man you don't really want to but you got to do it for the sake of your job i remember when yeah. i worked at office max that was like one of my first jobs uh, during and out of high school. Doug, it's like, do you want to get this replacement plan on this pencil sharpener? Bro, just come back <laughs> with a $5 pencil sharpener. <laughs> the the wow. electric pencil sharpener is $5.99, and you paying $5.99 for the protection plan. Bro, oh, man. just come buy a new one. I'll give it to you. I don't care about this job that much. Yeah. I mean, pretty much GameStop was like, okay. I work for one store. I work for a company that I usually purchase my stuff from, and then that'd be about it. 
And after after leaving it and knowing what it is on the inside, like I'll tell people, like I'll I'll tell some of the customers just to get spiteful with some of this shit. Um, there was a couple in GameStop that were talking about how they wanted to buy this game for their kid and whatever. And the next thing you know, they were like, oh, yeah. the guy was like, oh, yeah, you can go ahead and buy this, that, and the other. He walks into the back to go pick up a console. I told the couple, I was like, look, you, you can actually buy this a whole lot cheaper from, like, Walmart. They, they will price match almost anybody. So this isn't the only place that you got to go to. They was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. I was like, they'll pretty much price match anybody. They dipped out so quick. Damn. When the guy came back to my stomach. Yeah. Why? Because that brought not that, but that I just thought of something that 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 sort of triggered in me. So I bought this WWF, right? I had a gift card for like $35, 40 dollars at GameStop, right? Spent thirty-five dollars with that gift card on uh WWE. Go take go to Walmart, I had to pick up some stuff for dinner. Go to the gaming section because that's what I do. It was on sale for $14.99. Yep. Oh, they got you. GameStop does not do price drops or anything along the way. In hell, half of the time, you can actually go to the, like, Sony's website and find the game, like, ten times cheaper than what it's being sold on at GameStop. Bro, they they stand so stoic on that rule that I was trying to give them the price match they own website, and they was like, I don't know, dog. Oh, my God. Excuse me, bro? Wow. I've never met a single person that worked at GameStop that said they actually had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I haven't either. No, that that's... Did I mean, hire... the way that they do stuff, they do shisty shit in the background. And that's why a lot of customers are now turning to, like... You mean like um, Eric at Chipotle? <laughs> <laughs> no, that place nearly killed me, man. Bad. When you manage them and you're working the floor and you don't get a break, but they're yeah, all that's... like... And then they're they're on crunch too when they say if you get five minutes of overtime you're fired. Man, I can't oh, clean God. an entire restaurant in one hour. No, nah, fuck all that. Chipotle lost my business now. Not with like six minutes. I mean, uh, six oh, people. No, no. I can't do oh, it. No, no. Hey, you go get that food. I, I'm not saying the food's bad. I'm just saying, man, you you. When next time you go in there, look at the people back there. Look at them. Hey, Chipotle. I got something to say to y'all. This ain't video game related. This is just related. What y'all been putting in y'all meat recently that got me that make me go to the shitter? Like Shit. almost immediately. Most most of it is pre <laughs> hey, most of it is <laughs> most of it is pre cooked now. The steak is pre cooked. Nah, Shit, fuck all Bump all that. Bump all that. If you don't if you don't stop making me poop hot cocoa, dog, we got some problems. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be oh, leaving no. shit because the, everybody's so stressed out, man. Uh, they got like five different food inspectors that come in every month, and they got like the the people that work there are like teenagers and shit now, and they don't know how to work and keep things cool because nothing's got <laughs> preservatives. So you're nah. taking you're taking a shit because the sour cream been out for three hours, bro. Oh, that's what it is. You know, black toast intolerant. Oh yeah. Lord, I'm getting hey. Hey, dog. Hey, hey, this is how I hit him. So I hit, oh, you would hate me if I came to your Chipotle. So I hit uh, him. I said, hey, can I get some chicken? I wait till they scoop it on the on the thing. I said, hey, let me get another scoop because I don't want them to jip me all that on that double chicken. <laughs> and then I do the same thing with the cheese. She said, oh, yeah. I get some, I get some Damn, cheese on Mike's it. Like, okay. She put them on there and I was like, 
hey, put a little more cheese on there. Don't be stingy. And they be twirling their eyes, but I'm watching. You can't spit in my stuff. Yeah. Dog, if I, I <laughs> okay, I get it now. That stuff just been sitting out. That's our cream. This, oh my God, I'm having an epiphany. Yeah, so what you need to do, <laughs> hey, what, hey, when you come in, be one of the motherfuckers that be like, hey, can you wash your hands first? All right, hey, can I get uh, fresh this, fresh that, fresh this, and just sit back and wait, and you won't have the, the Oh, my God. The same I reason why it. I despise coleslaw is, why, is what's tearing me up at Chipotle. Yep. Because it's just, it's just cream, milk-based stuff, dairy-based stuff that is just sitting out. Oh my God, and put two and two together. Man, I swear to you, I've been just eating that stuff. I haven't looked at soft serve the same way in a long time. <laughs> Mike, Mike is just sitting there. You know, his stuff is just coming out the door like. Right. <laughs> bro, bro, my stuff would be like, oh, oh. Why'd you do this? Why do you keep doing this? Yo, Why are you doing there, this? My, my stuff, that's your like hit the bottom of my stomach. He'd be like, <laughs> Mike's stomach is like that fucking jo- uh, JoJo and Geo battle where he says, uh, "I can't, oh. I can't kick your ass without getting closer coming over there." <laughs> bro, bro, I hit the Chipotle. That stomach hit the bottom of my stomach. You see that anime tear come down on my butt? <laughs> 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 oh man, I'm gonna tear myself up because I'm greedy. And then you go back the next day. In high school, I was going every day. Wendy and I were going, Wendy's my wife. I was we were going every day in high school when that thing opened up by our house. We reckless abandoned two times a day sometimes. Oh God. Jeez. Mike, you have a problem. <laughs> I, I love Chipotle, dog. Chipotle yeah, just hit different for me. It's like Wait a minute. Mike, Mike is like that kid off of uh those Vine videos where he's like, Chipotle. That's so cringe-worthy. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of cringe, thank y'all for listening to the <laughs> Thought Happens podcast. And if you want to hear more of us, see more of us, make sure you follow us on our social media account, A Pitch of Salt Happens, at Instagram. I think it's the same on Twitter, is it not, Eric? Uh, yes, it is. Correct. All right. You got any suggestions for the podcast? Are you had any questions for us specifically? Email us at uh, salthappens at gmail.com. You can find me, The Mighty Shields, at The Mighty Shields. Uh... Oh, it is. I did. <laughs> I just, yo, I'm a sidebar after this, and I'm going to tell you what, what I happened because I think it needs to be discussed. Because we are a life podcast as well. Um, but I am still at the Mighty Shields. I know lo- some of y'all might have seen me create a new uh, Instagram called the Mighty Shields. That is no more. I deleted that thanks to the strongest woman I have in my life, my wife. Um, because she pretty Shout much out. said, if you can't support me for my dreams and my projects, then you don't need to support me in any aspect. So that means you don't get no baby pictures. You don't get to see no couple pictures. You'll see no date night, no drinks, no goofy stuff. You want to see me? You got to see all me. Shout out to Wendy for being the GOAT. Yes. Real yes. shit. Hell yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, you can find me <laughs> at Mightier Shields on Instagram, Mightier Shields on Twitter. I am on uh, YouTube right now. Um, under the Mighty Shields moniker. Um, hey, guess what? 
if you just go to Spotify, Google, or anything, you just type in the Mighty Shields, anything that I'm associated with, Salt Happens, Role Models, all that will come up, and you better find all of us. Um, Ryan, what's your, what's your Instagram again? Is it the, is it the Rhino88? Dude, I ain't, yeah, it is, but I don't even really do mine. He, ain't got, he ain't got no pictures. He ain't got no pictures. He ain't got DDD up on that scumbag. You're right. You're right. You'd be better off finding me on Facebook, as bad as that is. Damn. Oh, we on Facebook. Yeah. We on everything. Like our page, man. Like our page. We do. We're going to slowly start incorporating the articles that we write instead of using other people, you know, as references because, you know, we, like, we got a lot to say and it's better on paper. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna interrupt. You can find us on official salt happens on the Instagram, Facebook, official salt happens, Twitter at salt happens, YouTube at salt happens. Guys, go give us some love on that YouTube. Go give us some love on that Facebook. You guys make us what we are today, and we are very, very thankful. Okay, continue. You know what? This is the second week in a row. One of y'all MFs done cut me off, and the reason I'm using the MF is because. I'm trying to get this E rating off our podcast. I'm trying to get this explicit tag off our podcast, and y'all keep messing up. Hey, this is Darks. You can find me on uh, Instagram at official Dark Salt, oh. Twitter at Dark Salt, <laughs> and SoundCloud is deranged. <laughs> oh. <laughs> really? Tell me you can find them before I go over here and power drive. Where can we find Derek at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at jess.derek. That's J-U-S-T dot D-3-R-R-I-C-K. Same for my Twitter. Um, like I said in the last podcast, I'm trying to work on a streaming setup. Uh, right now I'm doing a projector room for my living room. So, yeah, you'll see pictures of that up on my Instagram as time goes on and once I finalize it. All right. You know, Derek, I swear you don't want to be found because you have like 20 different names, weird spellings and everything. <laughs> uh, you know, he's not no wrong. comment. He's not wrong. <laughs> All I got to say is this. Uh, no comment, and I'm going to step away on that one. <laughs> Man. Bro, but in all seriousness, a little disclaimer before we get into our next topic. The way we talk to each other might sound toxic on the surface, but there remember there is 13 years of history. All of us. It's all love, baby. It's all love. It really is. Especially with Mike. Like I said, Mike is like my brother. I will talk to him and such. Darks and Rhino. Uh I've known these guys for a while, and there has nothing there has been nothing more than shit talk across hey, there you know, hey, you know what speaking of love or go ahead ryan i was just gonna say sometimes you gotta have someone that you care about call you out on your shit too yep hey yeah. if ryan was a dragon ball z character who krillin oh, god no is it messed up i was thinking i was thinking yamcha oh. I, I was thinking it too but see mike mike jaeger pilots right now hey, hey what about me Mm, GM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Okay, okay. Goodbye, okay, Mr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, speaking of love for each other, you know what I love? What? Anime. I, I love anime. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love anime. I am. Yeah. I, I consider myself the Vegeta of this group. I, I'm I'm loud. I'm obnoxious. I think I'm the strongest, but I'm not. 
All right, I got to know. Who do y'all see me as? You raccoon. Rac- rac- how do you say it? Raccoon? Yeah. <laughs> raccoon, but it rhymes with do. Whoa. And okay. you will meet your end very soon. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Maybe, maybe like uh, maybe like Piccolo or something. Yeah, in all honesty, pic- Piccolo. I could see him Yeti, as Piccolo. Yeti is Jice or Juice or whatever that is. Jace. Red dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Hi, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, speaking of anime, so I know that everybody in here knows that Mike has a wonderful obsession with JoJo, and it's it's became his life passion. Oh, it's kind of so bad that he's gotten me on board with Oh, God, he's infected you, too? Yeah, well, I've watched all of them. i watched all the episodes. Oh, fuck. He's more uh, important than I am on it. I, Damn, you know what? It's really good. And you, oh, I just hit my mic. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, man, I feel like JoJo teaches you so much uh, deeper meanings in life. Like, because all the characters, man, they have such a good personality that... The, at least somebody could relate to one character, if not many. True. Yeah. true. And, so, uh, and like the thing about Jojo characters is that all of the Jojo characters, the main characters, they're not pure, man. They're, they're lovable punks is what they are. And I think yeah. that's what this group is. We just saw, you know, a ragtag group of friends that, you know, just like hanging out with each other, like talking about stuff together, man, and wanted to bring y'all into here. That's salt happens is every group from every Jojo. It really is. Hey, which part would we be? Man, my, my, my opinion is biased. Man, I don't know. I, li- I like part four a lot, man. I'm not going to lie. I, really I love part four. Part four is I my feel... favorite part. Even though part five had such high highs, but it had the lowest of Yeah. Oh, I think, man. I think why I like part four was it was more isolated. Yeah. It, it was like a change from everything happening around the world and you trying to figure out the lore of it. Part, uh, part four seemed a little bit more isolated in the, the town. And, you know, after that long uh, journey of three, if you know how many episodes are in part three, you'll appreciate four for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Four was welcome with open arms. Yeah. The problem with Jojo and I can look at it. I can look at it objectively because I love that show. I love everything about it. You, if you got to make it through part one, you yeah. got to make it through part one. And part one makes it feel like it's the most boring anime you've ever seen because you got to remember the time it was written in uh, and what they're trying to portray. That was written in the same time like Fist of the North Star was new. Well, you yeah. got to remember too that it was originally made as like a parody to all the action animes and stuff too. Yeah. And wasn't, didn't it come out in like 1985 or something, the manga? Yeah. Yeah, it's old. Yeah. And then they yeah. did a, some games. Uh, they even did some animation movies in the 90s. And uh, if you look at it in comparison to what they're animating now, like on certain parts, uh, it's totally different. See, Bro, I, I don't think I'm Productions has done a really good job of making those pages come to life in anime form. With the colors and it kind of but feels even the way, like, yeah. even the way they decided to take their liberty with 
redesigning these characters. Like if you part five is a perfect example. Jorno looks like Waynehead. <laughs> Do you remember you, that? Say it again. What was it? Waynehead? That cartoon? I don't remember that, man. No. Oh, Dart is a baby. I forget. Uh, I'm a baby. Yeah, I'm 28. I'm a baby. Damn. Elmer Fudd. Does that work better for you? Yeah, I know. I know what uh, Elmer Fudd is. Right. They had. He was a big head. Big head. Oh one. yeah, Waynehead. I remember show yeah look at his little beanie on <laughs> oh, yeah, i really hate eric for making me feel old yeah <laughs> how old are you again because this show came out in 1997 that don't matter i'm gonna eat this since we being original no you know what i don't think i've ever heard mike say how old he is now yeah okay so yeah jojo is i'm great. 31 oh, but shit. uh I'm black, so I age in dog gear, so I'm really Damn. 60. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Um, yeah. No, as far as animes are concerned, I've been, I've been divulging myself into some of these. Uh, Netflix came out with a new one called Cannon Busters, which looks very oh, promising. Oh, man. I've been meaning to watch it. I, I, fund, I uh, supported that. In- uh the kickstarter bruh it is it is good so far um the same artist from the boondocks is it is it really yeah oh shit no wonder why it looks so it's his personal project but no um as i was it's a really good anime i'm already four episodes in it pretty much it's following the story of philly the kid it is. is so i saw the and i'm sorry for cutting you off because i'm so hyped about that anime i'm so hyped that netflix when i was following him at this point i was he i was on deviantart so this was before instagram billy the kid has been around for almost 13, 12 to 13 years and i saw the initial design for him and i thought he was sick because that was the same time where afro samurai was out mm-hmm. and uh boondocks was like in its prime and i was like oh philly the kid about to be it he had them tattoos all up his arm. Oh, 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 oh. Well, those tattoos turned out to be numbers of times that he's died. Yo. Wow, dude. Well. Yeah. So another twist. But it it is really good. Um they they take some premise from like Trigun and they mix mm-hmm. a little bit of mech action in it. And then they add like a whole lot of humor to it, which I enjoy because like the first episode, you're like, what is this about? And then the next thing you know, it shows Philly, the kid. And it's like, oh, this is perfect because it adds that humor aspect to it, too. Um, I'm like not trying to get between Trigun and Cowboy Bebop. If I'm get if I'm getting the vibe correct. Well, I'm, it I'm is. Gonna, that's it. It is. And, um, uh, I will say that's how I started watching anime. Uh, well, actually, Dragon Ball Z first, then Gundam Wing, that Toonami block. Ooh, that Gundam, though. Oh, my God. Endless Waltz. G Gundam is, a, is, is actually Gundam. And people don't stop uh, not claiming G Gundam. G Gundam was good, too. I, I enjoyed that one. Gundam fans don't accept that as a Gundam. 
show. Why? Because they're stupid. Well, I mean, that's pretty I, much... Okay, that's, that's, that's a little much to say. I don't want to alienate, alienate anybody, but it's stupid. It, I mean, it kind of feels that way because that that was a really good. It was kind of gun. like a, it was kind of like a filler or something, right? Is that what people are saying? It was a filler. It's like oh. Dragon Ball GT. I compare it to. Uh, right. I didn't really watch Dragon Ball GT. It got too bizarre for me. That was a so, little bizarre, man. There was some crazy, it was. There's some like crazy stuff. baby and all that stuff. Like nah. I just don't think I was ready uh, for the fact that Krillin had hair. <laughs> oh my god, right? That shit was nice like, hair. what am I watching right now? And does he oh. shave his head or did he wish for his hair back? Uh, I no, I think, he, I, think, I think he keeps it and then he shaves it hmm. after a while. I don't know. But, um, what was it? Uh, Netflix is doing good on their animes, man. Yes, they yes, are. They're originals. They're yeah. they're picking up a lot of a lot of good artists, a lot of good stations. Um, one anime that I was talking about, and I feel like I should strongly suggest this one. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? That is a amazing anime. It it tells stories from. Like this one weak little dungeon crawler. To Bro, if Trojan don't get out of here showing me ads on a, I'm a, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Talking Shut about up. interrupting people, damn. But <laughs> <Bro>. no. <laughs> oh. But no, it. You get all the way about the paint. I'm sorry, dude. Trojan man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We ain't gonna never get this E explicit marker off our podcast. No, we're not. Uh, but no, it's pretty much telling the story about this dungeon crawler who starts at like the very bottom, and then towards like the end of the first season, he becomes this all-out sought-after adventurer. And like the second season kind of picks up after some of that hype. He's built his team and everything along the lines, and then it's like now he's got to face another challenge. But it is so good. Um, I kind of picked up on that when it was like a while back. But when Mike first let me, when Fice, when Merc, Mike first introduced me to Crunchyroll, and I started watching it on that, I would strongly recommend it if you if you like dungeon crawlers, if you like a fantasy aspect, that and Goblin Slayer. Uh okay 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 disclaimer for Goblin Slayer I I if okay if you're not familiar with the anime or manga Berserk that first episode is gonna hit you some type of way if you're just getting into anime or if you watch action shown in anime at all I I can't recommend this anime I'll, yeah, I'll be honest with you I don't fuck with that one. It's um like that first episode is a little bit jarring and it will get you to stop. Now it doesn't that doesn't happen again after, but even me being open to all this like I I I watch Kill a Kill and Kill a Kill is still borderline great. You can't watch Kill a Kill with your with your wife around. It's not even nothing nasty about it. It's just like when girls girls that don't watch anime know that you watch anime, they think that Kill a Kill is what all anime is like. Right. 
Yeah. You know, I don't think that it only happens in that first episode, actually. No, it does. It only happens in that first episode. Isn't there one in like anime. episode nine or something? So Ooh, what? I don't know if I got that far. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go into spoilers, but no. Nah, they, uh, they, they thought they thought they was going to get her, but they didn't. Well, um, either way, that's, you know, something. And I gotta, I gotta, I'm on the opposite side of the fence on that one. I, I can't. Do they okay. anime? And I, I feel like they didn't need to do those scenes at all. It adds nothing to the story. I, okay. Well, then I will say this much: I retract my statement on Goblin Slayer. Um, almost anime, and almost well, two animes have actually Goblin Slayer and Sword Art. But with Sword Art, they kind of gave like a disclaimer at the beginning, saying, "Hey, look, we do not in any way, shape, or form stand behind." And I think it was like sexual assault or something like that. Yeah. But it's like it's some strong stuff. It it does make you feel a certain type of way. I think okay. I think with that kind of anime, you would need an acquainted taste and already be into like anime. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. sort of. So what would you What would you top. suggest for like people that are just getting into it, or people that you know that are in like on the fringe of anime? I think is the better question. Like. Like, I would say Ryan is probably on the you know the the edge. He's not like full all in. I right. would say Stride. No, nah, Stride. Is no, a that's a sport. Voice. Actually, yeah, Stride is. Stride is really good. It's a it's a sports anime, which is it it's really deep. Uh, Stride. It's an um, anime about free running. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Uh, Outlaw Star. Hell yeah. It does not hold up. No, it doesn't, but it's classic. And if you're into old stuff, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think it depends on what kind of uh, anime you want to get into. Do you want to get into an action-packed one? Do you want to get into, like, mechs? Do you want to get into sports? Right. It's a different category for everything. Like, um... One anime that I watched was... Which was pure humor... I don't know how far in humor it was, but it was humor for me. Uh, the Pastime Club, or the pa- yeah, the Pastime Club, or Asobasi. I forgot the full name of it, but it's on it's on uh, Crunchyroll. It's like these three middle school girls who just go through everyday life, and like you see the funny stuff that they do and the situations that they did, and. Um, like that that's a good starter for some people or my roommate is a cat which was pretty good i heard that's a dark horse uh <clears throat> a couple of uh, a couple of animes that michael uh told me that were good sleepers were hunter hunter yes a, hunter a, a, reg- a regular at magic high school yep that's a good one no that was yeti and air gear and uh no trigger oh what was that other one uh, hey, yo, I ain't trying to alienate nobody. Let me back up from the... Hey, <laughs> um, bro, what's up with these... What's up with someone wanting to date your older brother and sister in anime? I don't know, man. And, and they've been coming up with these weird titles. Wasn't there one... Uh, something about uh, if you got trapped in a video game with your mom, <laughs> would you become closer with her? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, uh, what? What are we doing here? Where's well, this thing? you realize that over in Japan, sex is like taboo. Nobody really talks about it. Right. No, they monetize it. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> Back to um, anime. Man, you know what's funny about this, where this conversation was about to go? When I told my best friend, Tom, uh, Derek, you're familiar with Tom. When I told yeah. him, I was like, hey, Doug, I'm starting a podcast. He's like, what you, what you doing, reviewing hentai? I was like, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> We went real to podcast. that. And we, this will continue not to be that podcast. Anyway, uh, animes just get started in. <laughs> um, uh, anime so that, I, you're, that you're probably seeing right now that's super hot. Fuck you, Derek. Um, <laughs> Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. That anime is literally heat right now. It's the same studio that developed um, it's the same studio that animates God Eater. It's the same studio that animates uh, all those fate animes you see, the fate stay, fate stay night. Hey, those are those are fire. Those slap. Those do slap. But Kimet, Kimetsu no Yaiba slap different, bro. Oh my god! Especially Did you when watch he does the most his... recent episode. Yes, bro. Okay. <laughs> We're not gonna get into it. Just know that if you like, if you like shonen, if you like, you know, animes that make it that that the protagonist struggles, you'll like this. Speaking of animes that the protagonist struggles, the Rising of the Shield Hero. I cannot speak highly enough of that anime. Me neither. That is a good anime. If you want to jump into something like, if you want to jump into anime, get a good feel for it. Perfect example. And we kind of um, delved, delved into this on Role Models podcast, but basically, it, and I can think I can say this much without being, without it being a spoiler. This is the first anime that I've watched where it was so relative or so parallel to the world we live in today, where the main character is accused of something that he didn't do, but due to the court of popular opinion, that crime, that 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 bad thing that they assumed that he was doing is pinned on him and marked on him for the rest of his existence in this game. And so and he can't shake that dirt. And it was all of it, it was all centered around his comeuppance and his resentment towards, you know, the the world at large that have shunned him. But hey, that is that is struggle to anime. It's really good. Yeah. Like, like I said, I can't speak highly of that enough. Um Another one, if you're into mechs and high school life and stuff like that, Star Driver. That Star is Star Driver. Oh man, that is a good anime. Um, I've watched it at least the whole thing, and I think it had like 24, 25 episodes. I've watched it at least a good six times over. Damn, and, dude, it is it is so good. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like like the anime style, it's really different from what I'm used to. Um, yeah. They use a lot of colors. They use, they're very expressive. Like you can see it on their face. You can hear it in the voice, everything. It is, it is really worth it. Um, that and Black Clover. Uh, uh, Black Clover's white. Um, what? You were the one that told me to watch it in the first place. I did tell you to watch it, but I, it, they're doing that thing that I don't like, and I won't go, go into it. But if you, it, it what the manga is right now, because I'm a manga reader and I watch, um, 
they doing some they're doing so they 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 BSing on right now. I, I gotta He he's questioning the the dexterity of the anime, pretty much. I'm des I'm questioning the the direction of it just because they do that thing where it's it's what all shonen do. I think there's a time skip coming. I, I really do. Um I think we do for another time skip in My Hero Academia, but we're not even gonna talk about that one. That one's I, that anime season four is on the way. I am all the way caught up in the manga, and that this anime, My Hero Academia, is gonna go down as one of is gonna go down as one of you know the the better animes of our generation. But yeah, I cannot ignore the gravity or weight that orbits around attack on titan if you like anime if you like shonen if you like action if you like money being poured into your anime you gotta watch attack on titan and i'm i and i'm a hater because i don't necessarily like the way that the story is going but that's because i got juked i ain't no front i got juked um but dude i put just a clip of one of the characters zip lining through the through like a town a little alleyway and everybody in our group chat was like yo the detail you can see the money being spent into it yeah. oh dude uh which one was it who who'd you show levi yeah but they don't know who levi is oh my god <laughs> levi is a beast him alone him alone is a beast now everybody else i can say erin he he has his moment. But why he wrote an R like that? Why you why you talking weird? Bruh. Shut up. Brown. <laughs> Round table. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like saying Brian. How are you doing, sir? Yeah. Really what? good. Yeah, fucking weird as shit, man. <laughs> fucking love you. the kick of your ass without coming closer. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! About to take a shot at the fire barrels. I'm gonna repost. I'm gonna repost that JoJo meme that I just referenced on our uh, Instagram, so y'all can see the dumb stuff that I love. Um, but speaking of dumb stuff that I love, hey man, I love y'all. I love you guys, man. Yeah, we love you too, man. Man, I got nothing but love for these guys. Can you feel wholehearted? Can you guys feel my hug? I'm I'm just gonna come up a little bit closer to the mic. Oh, oh my god, I feel that warm embrace. Oh. <laughs> hey Eric, don't say anything with the word with the letter P in it while you're that close. <laughs> don't you do it. Not. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Powerful. Oh no. <laughs> Man, oh my god! But, but no, in in all honesty, Mike, Mike, Ryan, Eric, I've valued the past thirteen years of this friendship. Mike, we we're pretty much fucking Jaeger Pilot. Uh, sorry, scratch that. We are pretty much Jaeger Pilot. We are Jaeger Jaeger Pilots because if Mike is thinking it nine times out of ten, I will probably say it. Or vice versa. Yeah. And Ryan, Eric, you guys, yeah. you two keep me, 
y'all keep me to the point to where I'm level. It's it's not to where I'm too high up, too low down. It's like right smack dab in the middle. Like you guys are like the smack of reality that I need from time to time. So I, I bet. I value you guys. <laughs> I value you guys a lot. This is why JoJo is good for people, dog. It lets men show their emotions to their friends. Yes. Yes, it you is. Guys. Fuck you, Dad. You ain't even watched an episode of JoJo talking about You? <laughs> we'll leave that alone. You and that hot spiciness. Derek can't handle them sexy boys. Oh, God. No, he can't handle Josuke. Oh, <laughs> all that hair. They always they they all they're always a perfect part of the scheme just enough oh god (laughs) (laughs) but hey man anybody got anything else to add man i think this is a good podcast bro no i apologize for not speaking up as much but i need to i've watched jojo but it's been a while i gotta catch up oh yeah we know your your hands are tied uh do you want to do you want to talk about what we're in the process of making, or should we should we let them wait a little bit? I think we should let them wait just a little bit, man. We'll, we'll let y'all bit. in next week. We want to get some more stuff fleshed out because we had a little little height of panic a couple of days ago when we found out Stan Lee's the goat. Yes, yeah, always and forever. <laughs> Stan, Stan Lee was about to go on our ass. Yeah, so there's, <laughs> so. Hey, so those that are tuning in, stay tuned in till next yes. week. And we'll give an official announcement on the on Instagram as well. And on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, man, if you like this, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate, do all that stuff. Um, we, we absolutely love y'all, man. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, you can find us at Official Salt Happens on Instagram. You can find us at salthappens.com. Stop by. Give us a look. Make sure you leave us some comments. Make sure you give us an email at salthappens at gmail.com. Derek, just Derek. The, wait, just that Derek. The three is an E because yeah. that's stupid. Well, um, screw you. If you want to find Ryan, just say something stupid on Facebook like popcorn lungs. Um, oh. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I noticed one thing when you said popcorn lung. Then peas oh. were popping. Hey, oh, God. So peas we're, be popping. Popcorn we, lungs. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey. To all them uh, people out there that like listening to my voice, you know where you can find me. Go See, that, that kind of made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I feel hey, some thank, type of way at moment. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is another episode of Salt Happens Podcast. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. Yo, we got we to gotta address Eric just ignoring everything we're saying and just rolling. We have to do this. Oh, also, uh, Mike, uh, for the people. (laughs) No. I would be so mad. No, um, for the people who listen to the Role Models podcast, me and Mike have taken a different direction on that. So instead of it being weekly, we're going to do it bi weekly. So for all the people who do listen and subscribe to Role Models, don't worry your little heads. We will be doing an episode this week. 
Um, and then you guys will hear our sultry voices later. Yeah, it definitely fits our style uh, with the, our workload right now. Yes, so yes. We're going to be moving to bi-weekly for role models for the time being. That may change. Uh, but, hey, man, again, thank you for your support on that. We love y'all. But other yes. than that, peace. Hey, you want to know why that food's so good? Yeah, because you, you know how the sausage is made. If you don't stop making me blue hot cocoa, now we got some problems. <laughs> Hey, let me get another scoop. I'm busting back. <laughs> I do the same thing with cheese. So yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You want to see me? You got to see all me. Shout out to Wendy for being the goat. Why you talking weird? Shut up. Brown. <laughs> Brown table. <laughs>